This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi and welcome to the show. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to create content to connect with new pet parents in your area. So this is going to be relevant for you, whether you are a local service provider, so you want to connect with people actually in your geographical area, but also if you are a product-based business as well, because it's going to tell, I'm going to explain to you how you can create content to help um, people who are looking for products, the products that you create and supply for their pets and how to be easily discoverable for them. But before I start with the main part of the show, I just wanted to fill you in with uh, what's been happening in my world this week. So I do hope this show sounds okay because I'm recording it on my mobile phone with a new app that I've never tried before um, because my laptop has just given up on me. Basically, I've just been having a few problems with software. I updated all my software and it killed my laptop. So I have ended up with this... um, this basically very cheap and cheerful um, Chromebook that I'm trying to run my business from. And honestly, it's just been like one disaster after another. So I do hope that this episode sounds okay. I also wanted to share with you a couple of recent reviews because these have really cheered me up this week when I've been tearing my hair out with my laptop situation. So the first one is Kim from Leo, Charlie and Me. So Kim said she did a review of um, a podcast I did a few episodes ago with Rivka from Puppy Post. So Kim said, I so enjoyed this uplifting story of a tiny puppy changing Rivka's life leading to the development of the Puppy Post. There is so much to learn from both Rachel and Rivka who are quite frankly the go-to people for those running small dog-related businesses. I have learned so much from them both and I feel privileged to have benefited from their support, advice and friendship. The puppy community is such a friendly one. So big thanks to Kim for that lovely review. Then the second one is from Christina and she is a vet and she's the author of a new book called The New Pet Parent. So she's reviewed how Karen Mayer went from fashion PR to master dog trainer. She said, what a fantastic episode, brilliant interview as always. Today's episode was another example of the pearls of knowledge both Rachel and her guests share in every single episode. If you want to learn about PR, don't miss out. So massive thanks to Christina and to Kim for sharing those lovely reviews. And if you want to share a review, I will love you forever as well. Um, You can review on Apple Podcasts or if you're not on Apple Podcasts, you can go and leave a review on my Facebook page and that is always massively appreciated. So I don't have a guest in this episode, unfortunately, it's just me and maybe a bit of Patch shaking his collar, Um, but I do hope it's going to be helpful for you. So we're going to talk today about how to create content that's going to connect with new pet parents. So first I wanted to talk about why we want to do this in the first place. So why do we want to do it? Well, we want to have more people booking on for our, our services or for our classes, and we also want to sell more of our products. So when we're thinking about the kind of content that we're going to create, first thing to do is to think about what animal you look after or what animal your products and services, uh, what animal your products and products are for. So that's what we think about first. Then we'll think about um, what area you cover. So let's think about the kind of geographical area that you cover. So let's say if you're a dog trainer in Newcastle, then we want to be creating content about dog training and about Newcastle, because when people are searching for dog training in Newcastle, we want them to be discovering you. 
And then we want to think about what problem does your product or service solve? So again, people, when I'm talking to clients or people who are working on my programs, I'm currently doing a Get Your Pet Business Found on Google program um, as I'm recording this. And we're just about to do week three um, where we're talking, we're basically talking about how to kind of refine your content and get it out there. Um, so when I'm doing these sessions with the pet businesses who are in the program, we're really thinking about the questions that people are going to be having, the problems that they're going to be putting into search engines and then how to come up with ideas and posts that are going to be discovered for those particular terms so let's say let's start off let's say you are a service provider so let's what we do then is we would break down the different services you provide so for example let's say if you're a dog walker you might have puppy walks you might have puppy training or you might have group walks or you might have individual walks so think about the kind of content that you can create for the different different personas, I guess, of the clients who are going to be looking for those different services. So you might do some, you might create something around best puppy walk, best walks for your puppy in Newcastle. You might create a post around how to find a solo dog trainer in Newcastle, or why use a solo dog trainer in Newcastle, or dog walker even. Um, dog walkers for anxious dogs so if you're a solo dog walker if you're offering solo walks then one of your um, one of the clients who might use that service will be the owner of an anxious dog so it could be you could write some content around best walks for anxious dogs in Newcastle so they're going to be going to be talking about the kind of places where you would go and walk your dog if it was anxious so you'd probably pick secluded places places where you're not going to run into lots of people and you can create your content around that Let's say if you are a cat behaviourist, so one of my clients is Katie Gwilt, so she's a cat lady and she's over in Liverpool, so she's a cat groomer and she's also studying to be a behaviourist. So what kind of content would Katie be creating? Well, one really great post could be how to settle a rescue cat. Um, another post that she might create, and in fact that she has already gone and done this, is she's created a post around products for your new kitten or new cat in Liverpool. So she's actually created a roundup post of different places that you can go to if you're a new cat owner in Liverpool and you want to buy you want to buy lots of different things for your cat. So it can be, you know, the essentials such as food and bedding and that kind of thing, but it can also be, you know, some fun stuff as well. So you know like a cat lady t-shirt or some lovely um, collars, that kind of thing. So loads of loads and loads of really helpful information for people who are rescuing or buying a new kitten in Liverpool. And the great thing about this is, is that people who are involved in Katie's post, so the different businesses, the different pet shops, perhaps the vets or the other service providers, they're gonna love Katie's content and they're gonna share it too. So she's not only reaching her audience, she's also reaching the audience of the people who she's writing about. The how to settle a rescue cat piece of content, that's just a really helpful piece of content for Katie to have sitting on, on a website. So if somebody's coming along, they're either looking for a cat groomer or they're looking for some support from a cat behaviourist, Katie has that content sat there and demonstrating that she is the ideal person to help them. So another way that Katie might use that content would be if she had, like, let's say she had an email from a potential client and they wanted, um, they wanted to book in with her, they're not Obviously, at the moment, we're still in lockdown, so they're not able to book in straight away, but they wanted a little bit of support from Katie or a little bit of advice on how to settle their rescue cat. Katie can say, oh, do you know what? I've got a blog post on this. I hope you find it helpful. And if you've got any more questions, you know, we can discuss them when we meet face to face. So there's some examples of um, 
some content that you can create if you are a service provider and you're thinking about creating content to attract people who are looking for your service. So new pet owners who are going to have challenges with their cat or their dog or whatever animal they have and how they can find you and how you can demonstrate that you're the person to help them. So next up, I wanted to talk briefly, and I'm going to go into some examples as I go on with this podcast of um, if you're a product business. So let's say if you are a product business and you have, let's say you create crate covers for dogs and also for puppies. So an example of some content that you could create would be, um, you know, how to puppy train, how to crate train your puppy or how to use a crate cover or why a crate cover can help your puppy settle. So that kind of thing. So when people are looking for crate covers for their puppy on Google, they're gonna come across your content. So you can, obviously you've got the content there, they can read the blog post, you can explain exactly how the crate cover can help a puppy settle in the post, and then you can link to your products, can't you? So again, that's just a really helpful way of people to discover your content. So they are looking for solutions for the problems that they're having with the puppy. So they're looking about how to crate train the puppy. And in there, you have got the cover, which is gonna, it's basically gonna, you're gonna explain how your product can improve the crate training for their puppy. Um, so again, other helpful content that you might want to create if you were, if you created, create, creating crates are getting a little bit jumbled up. But let's say if you make crate covers, then you could um, you could do a roundup of essential products for new puppy owners. So that's one way that you could attract them. So you can have all kinds of different products in there. You might have things like, you know, training treats, you might have harnesses, you might have leads and collars. I've not had a puppy for a long time, but there's going to be like lots of lovely toys that you're going to have in there. And then you can have your crate cover in there as, and you can explain the benefits of having a crate cover when you have a puppy. So again, new puppy owners can stumble across your content. They can find lots of useful information in there and they can also find your product as well. So again, it's just a kind of softly, softly way of you, um, of you putting your products in front of them but not in a way where you're feeling selly and spammy. And the other thing, similar to what I said with Katie as a service provider, the other great thing that can happen with this kind of content is if you're mentioning other product makers, other um, other pet business owners in your content. So let's say you're writing about you're writing about um, how to settle a new puppy, and you're also talking you're you make crate covers, but you're also talking about treats, you're talking about toys, you're talking about leads and collars you're obviously going to tell the people whose leads and collars you're promoting that you've put together this great, great post. You've, cur you've curated all of this really helpful information. And then you can tag them when you're showing it on social media. And it's most likely that they're going to share it too. They are going to love the fact that, that you've included them in this roundup and they're going to put it out there with their content. So that's a great way for you not only to reach new pet owners, but also a, a great way for you to collaborate with other pet business owners who are creating products that kind of complement the ones that you have. Okay, so the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get you to look at different themes that you can use as well to create content, again, to attract pet, to attract new pet owners. So one massive theme that we've got coming up, I'm recording this on the 24th of November 2020. So in exactly a month's time, we'll all be getting ready for Santa Claus or Santa Paws to come down the chimney and treat us at Christmas. But goodness only knows what Christmas is going to be like this year. If you're listening in the UK, um, we are, it's been a very, um, 
very unsettling time. We've been in and out of lockdown. We still don't know what's going to be happening at Christmas, really. Um, we're waiting for another Boris broadcast on Thursday. Um, so things are a little bit up in the air, but that doesn't mean to say that you can't create content that's going to help attract new pet owners around Christmas. So again, I was actually talking with um, some of the ladies in my membership community yesterday about Christmas related content ideas and the kind of things that they can be talking about. So one thing that you could do is, let's say if you've got products or services for new puppy owners, you could write content about how to prepare your new puppy for Christmas. So let's say, for example, you're a dog walker or a dog trainer, you can create some really helpful content for new puppy owners to help make sure that their first Christmas goes without causing any stress for them. So you can talk about, you know, how to how to make sure that they've got a calm space to go to, how to prepare your guests so they don't all get really excited and upset the puppy. You can talk about the kind of food that you can or can't give them. You can talk about, you know, what it's going to be like unwrapping the presents. Loads of really, really lovely, helpful information um, that's going to make for a really nice, engaging piece of content that you can then share across your social media channels, but it's also going to help you um, attract attract new new puppy owners because you're giving this really helpful information. Another theme that you can create content around is awareness days. So we've just talked about Christmas, obviously that's a date that's in the calendar all the time, but there are also loads of awareness days that pop up across the year that, where people will be sharing content and looking for content around different themes and topics related to those awareness day. So awareness days take place across the year and they are set up to raise awareness of a certain cause or a certain illness, but there are also loads of fun national days as well. And if you go back a few podcast episodes, I talk about awareness days and how to use them in your content in a lot more detail. So if you did want to go and check back up on that one, then please do. I'm also having an awareness day class happening on the 1st of December. So if you're thinking about having your own awareness day, then go and check that out as well. Um, it'd be great to see you there. So I'm just looking in my diary now for January for awareness days in January and one of the ideas that has just just jumped out at me is on the 14th of January is national dress up your pet day so let's say if you have a pet boutique and you talk about you know nice you know winter coats for your pet or um, jumpers or collars or all kinds of different things let's say you've got a lovely pet boutique where essentially you are dressing people's pets for them then you can use national dress up your pet day as a really great way to create some content so you've got a theme there your theme is that you help people dress their pets and then you've also got this national day as well where you can really kind of go to town on you know why you have your pet boutique and the kind of things that you do so how do you use that to attract new pet owners? Well, you can create some great content around dressing up your pet. You can talk about, you could maybe talk about a client. You could maybe talk about somebody who's got like loads of outfits and create some really shareable content. Maybe if you've got a customer who, who has like 50 outfits for their lovely dog or something like that, you could do a, you know, a customer spotlight piece on them. And that is really, really shareable. So you're going to be showcasing what you do and you're going to be showcasing your brilliant um, creations and then that is going to help attract new pet owners who might be looking for somewhere to go and have their pets styled to your pet boutique so that's one example of how you can use like an awareness day to create some content to attract new pet owners so another example is how you can take an awareness day and use it to kind of show off your expertise as well so we've just talked about a product business let's say so if you had a pet boutique obviously you're selling products but another awareness day in January is Squirrel Appreciation Day. So that's on the 21st. Now, bear with me on this because honestly, that this 
I've used this awareness day and it's worked really well. So let's say you are a dog trainer in Newcastle. Um, and I actually did this post with a dog trainer behaviorist from Newcastle, Sue McCabe, and you help people with the recall for their dog. One of the things that's gonna really um, send dogs recall off the dial is a squirrel, isn't it? So I did this post with Sue McCabe a couple of years ago. I've got a little terrier called Patch, and you can imagine what he's like with squirrels. So I wanted to understand how, um, you know, what it is that drives dogs so crazy about squirrels. So I got Sue to come along and do a Facebook Live with me where we talked about why dogs chase squirrels. So I've done this post and it attracts it attracts around 100 people to my website every week, which, you know, it's a pet blog. I don't have a service. I'm not a dog behaviorist, but it's bringing people to my website. But you can create some brilliant content around why does your dog ch chase squirrels that you can share on your website and that you can share on your social media that local pet owners can come across and find. And if they've got a, if they've got a new dog and they want to know why their dog chases squirrels and maybe they want some help with stopping their dog from chasing squirrels and improving their recall, then they can come along and they can find you. So you've done this post, you've got this really helpful content. People can find it, people can read it, people, people can understand that you can solve their problem and then you can then convert them into customers. So again, we're always thinking about the challenges they may be facing, what they might be looking out for on social media, what they might be searching for on Google, and then how you can show that you can solve that problem, whether it's you know not being able to decide what, what colour to put their, on their pet when it comes to a fleece or whether they're concerned because their dog wants to chase squirrels. Whatever the scenario, you can create content to answer the problems that they have and then they can gravitate towards you because of that content. So to finish up, what I wanted to do is share some real life examples of how people have done this, how people have put it into practice. And these are some um, people who are in my membership community. So they are having me giving them ideas week in, week out. And they are having me kind of, you know, if they have an idea, I will say, okay, this is how I think you can do this. This is how I think you can move it forward. Um, so my brain does kind of fire in a bit of a different way. I've worked as a journalist for many years. I'm a content creator. Obviously, I'm doing this podcast. I've got my pet blog. So I'm constantly firing with ideas. Um, and the, the key thing is, is to get you into the habit of doing the same thing. So I'm going to mention a couple of people who I've worked with who are brilliant at coming up with ideas. And they've really kind of got into the swing of things when it comes to this. And it's really helping them with their content and it's helping them to attract clients. So my first case study is Jude from Park Life Honiton. And what I'll do is I'll link to her website and some of the men some of the blogs I mentioned in the show notes. So if you're listening on an app or if you're on your computer, you can go and find it on the, on the link. Um, if you're on an app, you can swipe up and it will show you all the different links that I talk about here with Jude because it's really good content that she's created. So you might want to go and check it out. So Jude is, Jude has gone from um, being, she didn't use the blog regularly and she didn't, she wasn't kind of, as confident anywhere near as confident as she is now when it came to writing and blogging but she um, started working with me about a year ago she did one of my blogging courses and then she's really upped the ante with her writing and it's really helped the visibility of her business so she she wants to rank for dog walker devon and that's so that's what she does she's a dog walker in devon she does all kinds of brilliant adventures so at first when she started working on this she was on page three of google she's now on page one of google and she's like at the top of page one as well which is just brilliant so it does go to show that 
yes, I'm waffling on about all this content creation. You might be listening and thinking, oh my gosh, that sounds like a massive job. It's going to take me ages. I don't know if I've got the time. Is it really worth it? It is worth it because you want to be top of Google for Dog Walker Devon if you're Jude, don't you? So Jude has done this brilliant blog um, about how to prepare your dog when you go back to work. So she actually did it as we were coming out of lockdown version one. Um, but it still works now. Um, so what Jude has done, she's thought about, okay, we've got new pet owners in, new dog owners in Devon. They might have been at home with their dog uh, when the dog came into their life. So they may have got a dog at the beginning of lockdown or a puppy. They've had all this time at home with them. What do they need next? So they're going to need advice on how to prepare their dog for when they go back to work. And then as part of that, they're also going to potentially need a dog walker. So Jude creates this really helpful content about how to pre prepare your dog when you go back to work. Really great actionable advice for dog owners. And in there, she's also talking about if you need a dog walker, this is what these are the kind of this is how a dog walker can, can help. These are the benefits of having a dog walker. And by the way, I'm a dog walker and these are some of the adventures the dogs go on. If you like my help, then this is how you get in touch. So that's one brilliant article that she's done. Jude has also been writing articles for one of her local publications. So she is honestly, like, I'm so, so like blown away by the stuff that she's done. She did an article about lockdown puppies and um, puppy training advice for puppy owners who have had a puppy come into their world in lockdown. And it was just brilliant. Like the publication basically said to Jude, go, can you write the article for us? And she's done it. And it reads just like someone who's been a journalist for like 20 years has written it so it's amazing but again she is an she's positioning herself as an authority in her area she's written this really helpful article about lockdown puppies so puppy owners who are reading this who might need some help know who jude is she's right in front of their noses she's building the know like and trust that we all want to do she's an authority she's giving really helpful information away for free so who do you think they're going to be looking for when they're looking for some support with their puppy it's going to be jude so as I said, I'll link to Jude's articles. She's also, um, she did a really good Facebook Live actually with another puppy trainer called Carrie Struffridge, I hope I've pronounced that right, Carrie, um, about, about you know supporting puppy owners. And she's gonna take, so she's used some of the content for her article on lockdown puppies for a local publication. And then the rest of it, she's gonna use for a blog post. So again, really repurposing the content, really making it work for her. And again, bringing those new pet owners to her, putting herself in front of them and showing what a fantastic service she provides. So next up, I'm going to talk about Kate Taylor from Dotty Four Paws. So Kate has got a directory for pet owners. So it's got loads of different things on there. Um, she has like dog friendly travel, she's got products, she's got blogs, she's got all kinds of different things. And what happens is pet um, pet product makers, pet service providers, um, pet, pet friendly holiday companies, all these different businesses will list themselves on Kate's directory. And it is a brilliant directory. She, she works so, so hard for her clients. She shares their, their content and their products and services so much, and she's just brilliant. Anyway, what she's done, she's obviously got lots of products on there that are for puppies and for dogs and all kinds of, all, obviously lots of all things dog. The idea is it's a one-stop, shop for all things dog. Um, so what she's got on there is some really helpful content about things like how to create train your puppy. So Kate actually got a puppy in lockdown. So perfect because not only could she talk about a pro could she talk about this, but she also had a fantastic personal experience and case study with her own puppy. So she's got this lovely little Jack Russell called Gertie, who as you can imagine looks gorgeous in the post, which makes them even more engaging, even more shareable. So she talks about her personal experience of crate training her own puppy 
Then she talks about the products that she's used and they're obviously linked on her website so people can go and buy them. And then she also talks about, she gives really helpful information for other puppy owners. So Kate isn't a dog trainer, she's just sharing a personal experience as a puppy owner, but she can talk about how to crate train a puppy and then she can link it to all the different things that she's used for her own puppy that people can then go and buy on her website. So again, she's attracting new puppy owners but she's also bringing them in to learn about the products that they can use to support themselves. The other thing that she's done is um, how to socialize your dog in lockdown. So again, she's sharing her personal experience of Gertie the puppy and what happened and the steps she put in place to help socialize her. Um, but again, she can link to the products that she's selling on her website or that people can buy from her website that can support socializing your puppy in lockdown. She's also done how to toilet train your puppy um so she's giving away really really valuable information that's what i really want to share here um she's not just saying here's my stuff here's some things to help toilet train your puppy go and buy them she's talking people through in minute detail what they need to do to toilet train the puppy and then saying actually you know what i found this really helpful too and sharing a particular product so again i have this sometimes when i'm doing um coaching calls where people will say am i not giving away everything that i know for free if it means that people are going to go and book in with you and buy from you, it's worth giving away this information. You know, you're giving value. Um, like one of my one of the ladies I worked with once was a photographer, a photographer, and I talked about, you know, how she could share information about how to take better camera photos of your dog. And she was she kind of recoiled a little bit and said, Oh, you know, but if I teach them, if I tell them how to do that, won't they just do that and not book me? And I think, well, if you give somebody a really if you give somebody the information to make them take really great photos and they're really really chuffed with that the next step that they're going to have is they're going to want a professional shoot they're going to want to see how a professional does it and the professional that they're going to pick is going to be you isn't it so don't hold back when it comes to sharing information don't feel like you're giving away too much on this podcast i'm giving away like all the information i give to my members to people who are on my courses but it doesn't mean to say that you're not going to book in with me if you're thinking that you want to learn more you want to have that personalized help so if you're a dog trainer you've talked about the, the squirrels and the recall yes you might share loads of really helpful information about teaching your dog recall but ultimately if somebody really wants help they are really in a pickle they're going to be coming to you because you've given them that really useful content to you know just to to help them in that hour of need Another great example um, of a service provider is Anna from The Dog House in Leicester. So she is a brilliant writer. She writes brilliant emails. Um, she's, a puppy, she's a dog groomer and she does puppy grooms. So again, she's really, really great at coming up with ideas. When, it was, when we were in lockdown, she did a post about how to prepare a puppy, how to prepare your puppy for their first groom. So again, Anna She's built up an authority. She's built up authority in Leicester. People know who she is. She's had loads of media coverage. She's been on BBC Breakfast. So she is like the superstar groomer of Leicester. Then she writes this content about how to prepare the, your puppy for the first groom. People who know her, who, who might have a puppy, they might have a friend who, who has a puppy. They might follow her on Facebook. They can share that with their friends who have a puppy. They're going to get the, this information is going out there. And then when these people have use this helpful content, prepare the puppy for the first groom, where are they going to take them for the first groom? It's going to be Anna because she's already showed them in her content how she will hold their hand through the process and be there for their puppy and be gentle and do all of the things that a puppy needs when they want the reassurance for their first groom. So brilliant piece of content there for, for Anna with a puppy grooming um, with a puppy grooming blog. Really, really great. And again, I'll link it to I'll link to it in the show notes. 
The other brilliant piece of content that she did, which I loved, is how to find a dog groom, finding a groom for your dog in Leicester. So again, if you're looking for a dog groomer in Leicester, you're going to put dog groomer Leicester, aren't you, into Google. And you're going to come to Anna's content. So again, she talks you through what you should look for in a dog groomer, what to expect before your session, any questions that you might want to ask before you book in, what happens during the session. And she talks about everything that you'd need to know if you were looking to find a dog groomer in Leicester. So again, really helpful content, really searchable content, taking you right to Anna. So new, new dog owners looking for a dog groomer are going to discover her through her content. Then final example for you, and then I will let you go and hopefully enjoy the rest of your day, um, is from Michelle from Scruffy Little Terrier. So Michelle, I've talked about her on the podcast before. She's a, a client of mine who I've worked with. She was one of my first um, publicity for pet businesses program clients. So um, I am hugely grateful to Michelle because she kind of, she's championed me and she's she's been one of the one of my success stories. Um, so have a real kind of affinity with her and I love seeing her grow as well. So Michelle used to have a pet blog called Scruffy Little Terrier and then it turned into a brand. She now has brilliant products for terrier owners. You can tell I am a terrier owner because I just love her stuff. Anyway, some of the cons, let's say you're a new terrier owner and you're looking for some Maybe you're looking for a t-shirt to show off like what a crazy terrier mum you are, or you're looking for a bandana for your terrier. You're going to be looking online for gifts for terrier owners or t-shirts for terrier owners, that kind of thing. And Michelle creates some brilliant content to attract new terrier owners to her website. So one of the things um, she's done is she's done a guide to like the, I think it's the 12 most popular terriers in the UK. So that's really helpful. Let's say if you were thinking about getting a terrier, you might find that content and that could be really helpful. You might then, um, you might then sign up for Michelle's email list um, for her email newsletter. So let's say you're looking for a terrier, you read her terrier guide and then it might pop up that you can have, you know, 20% off your first order. I don't actually know if she does that, but let's say that happens. So you subscribe to Michelle's newsletter. Then you get your terrier and then, you know, Michelle's in your world. You've already made that connection with, with her. So that's brilliant. The other great um, bit of content Michelle's got for terrier owners is top 10 things you'll know if you've got a terrier. 10 things only terrier owners know. So it's like really fun, relatable content that will kind of have you as a terrier owner nodding your head. So things like, you know, them not coming back or them being obsessed with balls or chasing squirrels or whatever it is. Really great, relatable content. So again, when terrier owners are searching for terrier specific things in Google, they're going to find Michelle's content. Other brilliant examples of her content are gifts for terrier owners at Christmas. So again, first page of Google for that. Beautiful um, products that Michelle can, beautiful products that Michelle creates that she can show off in this post. So if you're looking for a gift owner, if you're looking for a gift for a terrier owner or you're a terrier owner and you want to buy yourself something or you're just looking for products, then again, you can find Michelle, you can find that, you can find Michelle's products that way. So um, she's also done similar posts for like Father's Day, for Mother's Day, I think. So again, and even Valentine's Day. So again, when people are searching for Valentine's Day, terrier owners, I know it sounds a bit nuts, but you know, they'll find her content. So I hope that what I set out for in, at the beginning of this podcast was to show you how to create content to connect with new pet parents. And I hope, because I've shared a lot of examples here, I hope that's kind of helping you kind of get on your way and think a little bit more like, you know, what are new pet parents going to be searching for and how can I answer their problems? If you found that helpful um, and you would like some more support from me, um, I do have something coming up in the new year where I'm going to be doing like a, a new year content planning session. So it's going to be a paid for class where you can come along and you can plan your content for 
2021. So I'll talk about that more on future episodes, but if you found this helpful, then do drop me a line um, if you want to know more about the um, content planning for 2021 class that'll probably be taking place in January. So do let me know if you um, do create anything around the suggestions that I've made here. You can tag me on social media at Rachel Spencer UK on all platforms. I love seeing the stuff that you create, so do please do that. Um, and if you aren't there already and you'd like to um, like to stay in touch, then do come and join me in my free Facebook group as well. It's Publicity Tips for Pet Businesses, so just search for that on Facebook and you can come and join us there. There's like over a thousand people in there now. It's great for networking, great for meeting other pet business owners and just for getting um, advice and tips on how to promote your pet business. So thank you again for listening to the show and I will look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.